Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the OK Gamers Podcast. I'm Brian, here with Andrew and Pat. Me! Brian, I, I hit record right at the right time this time. I'm so fucking glad you did it right this time. I only got so many of those intros in me. So we they shouldn't restart it? Difficult. Yeah, it's really challenging. Really tough, really tough intro. Oh, my God. I was like, it's really tough for Pid, too. Yeah. He didn't even, do, he didn't, he didn't even get to say it. We keeping you up over here? Yeah, huh? fuck you guys. Mister, I've got off sleep, for a week. Getting my getting my blanket. It's, it's dark behind you, so I don't see where you pulled that from. <laughs> I also barely see you, Pat. There's like no you left. It's just my face. It's just face. <laughs> I'm fine. We could this is fine to record. Yeah, I'm it's, I'm I'm cool this, this is good. This is good. Yo, Andy, I like that DX racer, bro. I it's not a DX racer, I wish it looks like one. It's loud, Andrew, though. Andrew fucking wishes his chair was a DX racer. I do wish. Uh, oh, yeah. Pat's got one. I forgot. Piece of shit. <laughs> that was a Christmas gift, right? Christmas, baby. It was easy to set up, right? Oh, super fucking easy. That's they cool. literally, like, put the like the screws and shit like, are in there for you already, and you just have to, like, they put them exactly where they belong. So you just find the part that goes there, you fucking unscrew, and just screw it right back in. Super, super easy. That's actually awesome. I think they sent it in, like, it came in, like, three pieces. That's amazing, actually. Sick. Super easy to put together. One day I will invest in a nice chair. Me too. Try again. Keep saying that, but... Next one for me is a nice desk. I do have a nice desk, and I'm... I am. My yeah. desk is a little piece of oh. shit. I don't drink coffee. Yeah. I only drink one cup of coffee a day now, and then if I want anything else, I drink tea. You know, tea has more caffeine. Yeah, but tea doesn't. It's not the caffeine. It's just coffee like tears my stomach apart, and tea doesn't. Huh? Because uh, something's wrong with me. Oh, as of today, I have health insurance. I think. Mummy. So now I can go to the doctor, and he can go. Yes, sir. You, you are. You are up. dying. We have your coffin ready for you. Just get in. That's not how uh, coffins work. I think I go to the doctor and they can just confirm that you're fucked. Yeah, like, yep, uh, you do have celiac disease, exactly as everybody thought. Yeah, that's what we all think. So I'm no doctor, but I've I've dental too. I'm hyped. What did you? uh, We don't have to. That's not. This is not a conversation for right now. This is a video game podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, Well, I do need my teeth to play games. Do you? Mm -hmm. What? What? Yeah, Yeah. What? You're chewing on your controller or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't believe you. Oh, that's fine. You don't have to, but... Do it right now. Chew on that's your why controller. He, that's why he has all those keycaps. He eats them. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my guy. <laughs> that's, just, that's it. That I'm glad he didn't stuff. take out the like nice Elite controller. He just I went, jumped on. That's the one I went to grab, but then I, I, you didn't hear the, a drawer open and then close, and then another <laughs> drawer open. So I was like, wait, no, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. Oh god, it? that's good. So video games, boys. How how do y'all feel about them? Ah, so far, good. Cool. I like this part of the year where there's nothing that I have to play and I could just 
Yeah, it's nice. Isn't other it? every things. Night. Yeah, play Apex every night because that's really great. Gotta say, y'all are making me uh, want to play it. Teddy's planning on jumping in, and I told him to tell you guys so you could play with him. If, if we need a third, we certainly will. It was um, the stars somewhat aligned last night because uh, for this, this past week, it's just been me and Dan that have been playing. But Pat finally decided to join us because he didn't have to wake up for work uh, the next morning. And then, of course, Dan had, like, an emergency work thing at 10 o'clock at night and had to leave. So, which, So you know, me and Brian can, proceeded to torture him. Yeah. As he was doing we the work got, shit. Got a couple wins and made sure that we, we let Dan know while he was stuck in the fields doing work. I don't think I've ever heard of one of Dan's, like, calls coming in that late before and actually having to, like, show up. Oh, but he does have a like, new position, so I guess that... Yeah, like, it was, like, a legit, like... All right, well, I hope everyone's okay. to go take care of. Yeah, no, it was fine. Everything was fine. He just yeah. had to go somewhere to, to just, you know, I think it was something with keys or whatever for somebody. But, oh, all right. Okay, yeah. it wasn't like a life and, or death thing. No, no, nothing like that. All right, that's good. Um, but, yeah, it's just it was funny just because it was like, hey, all three of us are here. Finally got a nice team. And then Dan is like, he disappeared in, like, the middle of our, like, second round for a minute. And we're like, what happened? He was like, I got to go. It's like, no. Nah. Who'd you get? You got anybody to jump in and help? Nah, or not? Random, man. And pretty much the the two oh. games that we did win, just me and Brian won them because like the yeah. random died immediately, and then it was just me and Brian dealing with everything at the end. Is this where Pat got a squad wipe or something? I saw. I woke I got up to multiple. A... I got multiple squad wipes. It was great. Yeah, Pat. Uh, Pat big Dicky. Uh, big Dicky yeah. Pity over here. The fucking, the fucking first, the first game we won that warehouse fight. That shit was intense, man. She was wild. <laughs> so yeah, Apex season four is out. It was um that released this week. Um they made some map changes which are really cool. And um the biggest thing is the new character Revenant. Also the new season pass, which is actually pretty good. Um because I know I haven't bought a season pass since the first one that they launched, which was like first a super bad. bummer. Like that thing was just awful. Um, but they've kind of righted their wrongs. Um, they definitely offer um, some good rewards throughout the season pass, so I'm glad that I bought it. I hope, hopefully I stick with it and unlock all that stuff. Um, but with that being said, just buying it gives you like three or four skins, which are really good. Um, and then every like 20 or so levels, there's like a legendary skin that looks like really cool and unique. So um, some stuff to work towards, which is always nice. So how does it work? Like. Does buying the this the season pass or battle pass or whatever they call it does that get you the new character too or does that have to be purchased? No, you have to those are separate. separate. Yeah. How much are characters like per thing? Uh, about ten bucks, I believe. And there are three little less, now. A little, le little less than that. Yeah, there's three characters. There, three like, additionals, I mean. Yeah, there's seven. It, they cost seven hundred fifty of like the the premium currency, um, and you can spend. 10 bucks on like 900 i think right am i wrong on that? Mm -hmm. i don't remember so yeah. they're like a so little you get a little, a little less than a little less than 10 bucks each okay yeah it's um i just i've been playing it a lot more the last two seasons this one more than i've been playing it in quite some time uh just because i do really like the new map especially the changes that they added in season four and the new characters they're all varied in really cool ways um especially the new one he has really cool abilities and yeah, he um, uh, his ult saved our asses a couple times yesterday when we were playing. Yeah, so he, uh, Andrew, do you have any information on the new character? On the new guy? 
No, I, I've seen that thing where if he idles for too long, he runs at the screen, and it's terrifying. Yeah, he does do that. So. For that reason alone, I think I want nothing to do with him. Yeah, but it's, uh, yeah, Revenant's a really cool character. His um, his passive ability is that he can climb faster, and also he, if he's crouched, he's like super quiet and actually like and very raw, fast. Like, he's very fast when he crouches, so it's like kind of spooky. Um, so it's really great if like you're trying to like stealth around because like that game also has the same Call of Duty thing where footsteps are super loud. Mm-hmm. So you could you could hear teams like kind of stomping around if they're near okay, each other. Yeah. Um, his Q ability is he throws. I don't even know what it is. It's like a grenade it's like almost. A, it's like a, like a black hole grenade yeah. thing. <laughs> um, so that does a little bit of damage, but it also enables uh, players from using their abilities. Um, so obviously that's pretty big. And then his his ultimate is he puts up a totem, which is literally just like this like black hole pyramid looking thing, and you have to activate it. And it gives you like thirty seconds of like just pretty much invincibility. Like you could die and you'll respawn at the totem. Oh, so if, so, if you're so like the catch, at, yeah. The catch with it is that when you, because like when I like if I was playing as Revenant, I have to spawn the thing and then you have to run over and interact with it to get like the the buff in order for it to work for yourself. Um, but basically what it does is like when you do that and if you run at an enemy, um, and they shoot you. You take no shield damage. You just take direct body damage, and then like you'll die, like pretty quickly. And then you just instantly appear at the totem, and like you kind of like reset. You just have to like heal up, and then you're good to go again. Um, so you can like interesting perk. So you can like 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 pretty much like suicide run at a guy, like put a couple shots on him, just let him kill you, pop back up, and just like run at him again. Basically, like we did that a couple times yesterday, where like I think there was like one encounter where like one encounter me and Brian both pretty much did exactly that and like the guy was still like reeling from the first encounter so like we just like, ran at him again and mm-hmm. we fucked up the rest of his squad you guys find yourselves going more for the new guy or defaulting back to the characters that have been i mean i played go i played a lot as bangalore and bloodhound last night because like, i find just kinda, like, yeah tried and true yeah definitely he's great to like throw in the mix and he's pretty valuable at like in the squad uh because of his ultimate ability and you could use that in really unique ways like pat saying we used it a few times last night um so he's really cool he's like just a nice addition they've found like a really great balance with all the characters in terms of like every character feels pretty valuable to the team that's cool cater to like a very specific like play style like yeah the guy crypto play like is more for like a slower pace like if you're on like a like a squad it's a little bit more slower pace like his his abilities are more like you know take your time to like scout out an area stuff like that and yeah. then like figure stuff out yeah his um, ultimate then, like, requires a little bit of preparation but if you catch yeah. teams in his ultimate it like is really really overpowered um crypto's yeah, the I, gotta, drone. I gotta try and jump on with y'all soon yeah it's it's a then, it's uh, a lot of fun honestly watson, i'm having yeah. watson like sets traps so like if you found like an area that's like you know, pretty lootable. You could just like set traps on doors and shit. The only thing though is that the trap is super fucking obvious. So unless you're really not paying attention, yeah, you like mm-hmm. run into it. Like we we played last night and there was a Watson that kept trapping doors, and like I ran up on three of them and saw them immediately and just like ran around the other way. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is a bit of a deterrent though. So they're not like it totally is. useless. I yeah. mean, like you said though, you have to be pretty oblivious to just like to run through one and get hurt. Um, her ultimate though is one that people kind of like forget about it just it literally like negates like every other ultimate i think like she has like a big shield that she like throws down so if like you're Uh, like a dome shield yeah essentially yeah yeah so like that's that's really cool especially if like you're in 
the last couple squads and people are playing as Bangalore or Gibraltar and they use the um their airstrikes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they they're all pretty varied and they're all like you know they all have like unique play styles that cater cool. to how people want to play. So Apex is is doing a good job in terms of like the the content that they're releasing now and the, the slight changes and and whatnot. So I mean it's kind of it's got me back into it in a big way, which is awesome because. I feel like with the battle royale genres, it's uh, it's really hit easy or miss. to yeah hit or miss. It's easy to fall off of those and just kind of forget mm-hmm. about them. Um, I've fallen off the whole genre. Like I said, it's easy like, to do that. I mean, yeah. it, you know, especially because like with Fortnite, it's just like it has that like crazy curve of talent where you know you'll find come across some new players, but the people that still play it are like just super skilled at it. Um, PUBG is just still PUBG. If you've played enough of that, you're not really going to go back for any reason. Yeah, unless no. you're just still super into it. But I Apex has the ability to go back. Yeah, no, I've played a couple rounds of PUBG recently. The new map is actually pretty pretty neat, um, just because it's a bit smaller. It's less players, um, so it keeps that chaotic feel, but it's not overwhelming. Yeah, um, Apex also has like that 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 Fortnite thing where like you know you, you're like in and out of matches like super fast. So like even yeah, if you like, really even if nice. you like drop in and die right away, like you can get into another match within like thirty seconds, and you're good to yeah. go, pretty much. Yeah. the The really cool thing for this season is that halfway through the season, I guess I don't know how long it lasts, um, but they're gonna re-release. They're gonna switch maps, and um, Kings Canyon's gonna come back with like some changes to it. Um, so people are people have been like begging for them to bring that map back. Um, which I mean, like I really like the new map. It has a lot of like cool features to it, and you know, different environments and whatnot. Um, but you know, I understand that people like the original map better for their reasons. So uh, it's cool that they're splitting it up, though. Like a neat thing that they get to do. Just like yeah, halfway through we'll, we'll you know we'll release this map and switch yeah, that's back. cool. And I also do think that the character they first, um, who I'm forgetting his name, looks like the fucking wrestling guy. What's uh the character's name? Oh, they got the oh the guy that was in the Revenant trailer that he yeah like... got shanked. <laughs> yeah. Can't remember his name, but like they have him on like, like Octane or something. Yeah, no, Octane. Yeah. Octane was the first uh, character that they actually added. And Octane's he's awesome. A, he's the he's the fast running guy. He's talking about like you remember like the the first Revenant trailer that came out, like the guy that was getting interviewed, and then he gets like shanked in the back. Like it was like right before Revenant dropped. Mm-hmm. They put out the sh- like it was like an animated trailer. How did you not see that? I don't. Crazy? Are you a crazy person? That's like the new new one. Yeah, like the newest character it, that came out. They put it like it. Oh yeah, no, I still didn't watch. I still didn't I think watch. It, it might have been Forge. Yes, it's Ford. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see that trailer yet. Well, so, I think yeah, they're so they're hinting they're, at like a, him as another character. That's cool. Yeah, so I think that Columbia, at the halfway point, thing. at the halfway point when Kings Canyon comes back, Forge will be introduced because they they did like a dev thing with him and like they've they've they released like what his abilities would be. And then, like, that was just all, like, an elaborate setup to then just, like, have the Revenant trailer come out where he fucking murders him and then Revenant's the character that gets released. Yeah. So. Which is awesome. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. So it's a cool little, uh, like, but yeah, they're, change up. They're doing, like, a cool, like, like, a little Overwatchy, but, like, it's still, like, you know, Apex is a little bit more mature. So, like, when he gets fucking stabbed in his back and like this reporter just gets a huge blood spray on her face and she just fucking screams it's like whoa it's like what just happened yeah, yeah it's cool the way they handled that story. character's like reveal and all the animations like andrew said the blizzard route you know of like mm-hmm. with that stuff it's always really great it always just has such a personal touch and adds yep. a lot of you know adds character to to these mm-hmm. you know to these games which are literally just like 
drop in, shoot some stuff, and you're done, you know. So yeah, fleshing out backstory is always a good thing for games like this. So yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, outside of that, I actually started to play Slay the Spire this week. I've been playing that on my Switch. Um, it's great. It's a really really cool um roguelike with like a card game mixed in um it's pretty old i'm sure people have heard about it it's been around for a while it's on like every platform um but the switch version was on sale so i decided to pick it up it's like a perfect game that right first yeah yeah uh yeah he mentioned it he was one it was definitely in like his honorable mentions or i mean we talked about every game true but i think that was one that he had you know like something to say for sure no it is it's a blast i'm I'm a little bummed that I like slept on it for so long because it's it's really fun to just like, you know, especially with the with handheld, it's perfect for the switch in handheld mode. It, it, it you know because it's like not a taxing game, so it yeah. runs really well in handheld. Um, but it's just like the the random element to it, and like you build out your deck and you go on the runs and whatnot, and it's pretty unique. I haven't really played anything like it. Um, but so far I'm really enjoying it, so I'll, I'll continue to play it and uh. I would recommend it if anyone has any interest in a in a game like that where it's a, a card game roguelike thing. Yeah. After Dan um talking about it a, a little bit for our game of the year thing that made me look into it and it's definitely on my radar and something I I, I want to pick up, but I bought like eight or ten Switch games over the Christmas break and I haven't Same. played any of them yet. So I have Switch games that are like Whoa. really long and it just they're so daunting. Like I have yeah. the original Nino Kuni that have been like Oh no, I, I have a lot of smaller I, I think I picked up like Ape Out, Katana Zero. Oh, like, and yeah. I, I plan I, on I also have yeah. those, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, I plan on playing I'm saving them mostly for my um I have a like a four to five hour train ride to Boston and then back for PAX East. So I plan on playing a lot there. That sounds terrible. What? Train ride? Yeah, right. Uh, Me too. And me and Jake thought it would be a cool idea to get, like, the table. Like, we booked mm. the seats with the table. But I can't. And I was like, oh, I can't lean back. And be sitting upright for five hours. It's terrible. Yeah. Made a mistake. Yeah, that definitely getting the table. I mean, it might be a good thing because you could, like, lean on it, I guess. Or, like, put your head on. I don't know. Good luck, man. The only thing I've made, I've driven to Boston a couple times. Me too. And, like, that drive sucks. It's five hours in the yeah. car. Like, we don't drive so, because the hotel charges too much for parking a car. Uh, yeah, I spent a lot of money parking in yeah. Boston. That did suck. And we um, already dropped bank on the... Because we stay at the West, and that's like attached to the convention center. We never actually have to go outside, so I can like go back to my room and Live in the dream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't got to go outside. <laughs> Fuck I don't it. have to leave my room. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, it's awesome. I just Uber Eat Tasty Burger to my room, and I just... I never leave the hotel slash convention center. It's amazing. That is sick. peak Andrew. Peak yeah. sick. Yeah. I mean, I would do the same if I could afford it. If I'm be totally honest. With you. Oh, I can only afford it because I'm splitting the room with Jake. But if if I I had to pay it on my own one year because Freddie bailed last minute and I was broke for like a year. <laughs> oh man. Go to Pax. Uh, we also well, the, ooh, yeah, we we'll the room at the Westin. The um. A five-hour train ride, though, is, like, perfect time to switch it up, man. Just That's, fucking yeah. go crazy. And I got the light now, too, so this is the first time I actually get to um, travel with the light, and I'm really excited to do that because that's why I bought it specifically was because, like, the Switch is still just, like, a little too big for, um, like, traveling for me anyway, like, the way I pack. So I'm hyped that I actually get to, like, 
you know, sit down and use this thing like on the go. Yeah, that's definitely um right. it's yeah, that's nah, cool that you uh you know get to get to give the switch light a good test run on the travels. Oh, yeah. So let me know how the battery life is in terms of uh Okay. Yeah, I'm curious. Definitely it's gotta be better than the OG switch. Yeah, the OG switch is still pretty rough, even when yeah. you like for most things. So yeah. let me know if it sounds like a jet engine when you like try to do Oh it, I mean I I've used like, it. It does not it, it. yeah, it doesn't sound like a jet engine. I okay. promise you mine, that. Mine screams at me when I think if I do your, stuff. Yeah, like, oh. your switch really? Even... Oh yeah, dude. It yeah, fucking... switch, switch gets loud, when dude. That, yeah. When that fan gets playing. going, bro, yeah. I'm like, whoa. If you're playing I, something I, crazy. I don't remember my Switch ever screaming at oh, me. Dude, oh, yeah. Mine fucking... It'll, mine, it'll, it'll it sounds scream. like the, even, sounds like the when, PS4 Pro. Even when, when I was like, balls Pro, deep like, in like my 80th hour, not 80 hours, maybe like 50th hour fucking uh, Fire Emblem. I don't remember that thing ever getting angry with me. Well, Fire that game shouldn't like be too taxing. taxing. Yeah. It's pretty it taxing. It it's like there's like 20 kids on screen. Yeah, but it's also zoomed way out. And like, it's really... There's like... It's not that... Like, yes, there's not Zelda. All right, all right, all right. Um... Like you know, like like the PS4 Pro, like when you're like doing something on it, and like it's just like not not quite. It starts getting like revving up a little bit. It's like, it's like <laughs> I don't know about like, this one, guys. My old <laughs> PS4 Pro did that. The new one I got's been fine. The white one. When I had oh, the okay. black one, like the OG one that was like a launch PS4 Pro, that thing was. Yeah. That's the one I have, and it fucking yells at me if I do stuff on it too hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, my, my, my Pro the same gets thing. very upset. Huh. Good to know. Um, I bought like a knockoff, um, like dock. Like it was like it's literally like a fit in the size of your hand. It's really cool. Um, mm-hmm. so it was specifically made for traveling. Like it literally just slots into like the piece, the connector piece. How was that? It, it was awesome. It worked yeah. well. It, I mean, it charged the switch. It was super easy to just travel with. So much less cumbersome than the regular dock. Like and it didn't brick it, which is good. To no, hear. yeah, it didn't. Fuck I know up that's my, like a thing. Well, like I, I, you know, I did a little homework. I didn't just like fucking buy this one on willy nilly. Like, oh, no, I know like, you're 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 not a clown. No, I, you know, it had a ton of Amazon reviews, and you know, obviously a bad one here or there, but like you know, majority pos- yeah, majority positive. It was only twenty five bucks. It was like a no brainer because then anytime I travel, I have this. It's so much smaller and just easier to pack. It just yeah. like was awesome. I would definitely recommend for people that travel and want to bring their switch and set it up to a TV to look into you know one of like the mini docks because um it, it worked definitely made made life a bit easier too well i don't know uh, i don't need one of those anymore because the switch light does not export to a tv or output to a tv I, like that's the switch light i mean like it's cool because it's just like it's easier to travel with it's lighter it's handheld and all that good stuff but like being able to get to the hotel room yeah. and like set up my Dock switch it. is always yeah. like kind of nice you know was, like, yeah no the point of the switch yeah, I just I've I don't really anytime I've I've brought my dock with me to a hotel room I end up not using it and just laying in bed and using it handheld anyway. So and I still have my old switch. That's a it's like you know, that's like it's plugged into the TV like permanently. That's where I plan on playing Luigi's Mansion when I get to it. Good. Yeah. Makes sense. Garbage boy, I need everything. That's fine. I mean we're all kinda grubby and gross so yeah no we're all gross and disgusting uh so andrew have you played anything new besides (laughs) destiny uh nope damn Hmm. i tell tell the people what what you've been doing in destiny 
Um, I have been working on all of the uh, Crucible, Pinnacle, slash Ritual weapons, whatever they're called, that I missed. Before that, I was grinding Gambit for Dredgen. Got that. I got Redrix today. Uh, I'm, oh, I just got to the 100 precision hand cannon kills step for Lunas. And I'm at... Oh, you fucking... I still can't believe you ground for Dredgen. And I'm at, uh, hey, whatever. I got it. We, we both have titles now. Don't judge me, Pat. I have mine. Mine I got like a while back and it wasn't, it was grindy, but not like dredging grindy. So what you're saying mine is I'm was, better because mine was more like hard earned. No. That's all. <laughs> that's what I'm, that's, that's what I'm hearing come mine, out of your mouth. Mine was mostly Because I'm a real so. Destiny player and you're just yeah, like, I'm, whatever. It was weeks, Pat, where you were like sweating over getting that nightfall. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ah, it was bullshit! Ah, it was I do remember that bullshit. And it was yeah, all was... RNG. It was like, yeah, but you might drop this gun. Fuck, maybe. Yeah, at, at least, least for me, it wasn't. Yeah, for me, it wasn't like you know RNG. It was you know the only RNG there was was like hope, hoping I get mashed up with like a a, a decent team, which there's none. <laughs> when you when you when you solo queue into Gambit, there's no decent teams. Nobody knows what they're doing. Uh, but yeah, I got no, dragon. They all know what they're doing. They just don't give a shit about what yeah. everybody else is yeah. doing. <laughs> but now I'm also tr I'm trying to get uh, Luna's, and I'm trying to hit Legend in Comp, which I'm at Fabled three. So now I have Mythic one, two, three, and then Legend. So I'm four ranks away from getting. Yeah, I'm stuck. I'm stuck in. Um, <clears throat> I'm stuck in Fabled three. Not having a good time. But I, I think I think I got it. I got what blows my another mind. Month. Is th like this season of Destiny is, is is all things considered, I think it's good. It's not great. I think the content they've released has been fine. Uh, the puzzle thing was really cool, even though a lot of people hate the reward bastion. Yeah. Um, you know the pinnacle or triumph weapons or whatever they're called this season. All those are really cool. Um, like the you know like in terms of the content, it's you know it's not as great as some of the last seasons because there's no raid or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. And it's, you know it's very it's much just, a slow drip. It is. It very much is. Um. You know, I, I, it just blows my mind that, like, you are so into Destiny right now when like, all well, of us are not into it I, right know, now. I know, I know. But that's what that's you why know, I'm like, doing what I'm... A couple seasons I'm... ago, we were raiding, like, three, four times a week, and you were nowhere to be found. No, well, and, and I'm still not raiding. I'm, I'm you know, I, I've I've really only been doing Crucible. I mean, once I got Dredgen out of the way. Even then, I was going back and forth between Crucible and Dredgen. I mean, I'm Gambit, but right now I'm only like if I'm on, I'm I'm only playing Crucible, which I it's it's weird because I'm not really a PvP player like whatsoever. Um, but I, mean, I do. If, you're, if you play I, Destiny, the PvP is always just going to be accessible, just because like you, know, yeah, you don't need no, to be yeah. like this super accurate precision mm -hmm. FPS player because there's enough other bullshit things in crucible that you could just run around shoulder charging people like yeah no i'm not doing that i'm thankfully i'm not part of that problem that. but i'm having fun and what's cool is like i i, I actually like <laughs> notice myself getting better which is like cool yeah i mean that's that comes you know with the territory of playing any you know first person mm -hmm. shooter for extended periods of time you do find yourself yeah. you know it's like when the first i don't know dozen games of apex i was a fucking potato now it's you know now i'm just like you know kind of a like a little less of a potato yeah no exactly now i'm like a, a tomato yeah <laughs> a little prettier and it doesn't you know look like a, a, a big round turd um potatoes don't look like brown what kind of potatoes are you eating i just just don't what <laughs> they look like big brown turds 
Pot- no. I, no, I ain't. That, that, would, that would rip your asshole a new asshole if it came out of you. It would, you, but it still looks like... That's why I said big. That's why I didn't say round turd. I said big turd. Can we just all agree that potatoes don't look like turds? Please? Yes, I agree. Agree and disagree. God but damn. The, yeah, the, the reason I'm able to do all the dumb shit in Destiny is because of like the slow drip feed thing that's going on. Um, but the thing that's going on right now, I, the what is it, the Empyrean Foundation or whatever, like the, the group effort in rebuilding the obelisk at the um, which then at the tower. Trials. Yeah, I think it's really cool. We're on stage four of seven right now, I think. Um, and it's cool how they didn't really like tell you what that was gonna be, and it seemed like there was little to no reason to um, upgrade the you know each obelisk past ten because you only needed level ten and or the um the, the triumph and it's cool that there is a reason to to do it and it just took us a few weeks to find out and now like i'm at this point where i'm like all right like all the fractal like that i get do i dump it into the tower obelisk or do i dump it into the planetary ones and up my resonance rank so i get more you know back on the reset so i can dump back into it and it's like it's just like cool like if you go on the destiny subreddit everyone's joking about like stocks and like and stuff like that and like you know yeah, it's, it, it's just like a conversation about min maxing fractaline whatever the fuck they're called and yeah yeah I, I just think i i think it's a really cool little um yeah they did something different with like yeah uh, this like of you know it's obviously a very grindy thing mm-hmm. you know i mean like i fucking couldn't stand having to do those fucking bounties for the fractaline harvests because yeah. those were not fun but, they made I those mean, like, better, by the way. Did you, did you, you know that? I remember you were telling me about yeah. it, so which obviously is a good thing. Um, but I mean, like, I just, I can't imagine, like, I, so it's you're it's stage four of seven. So like the little symbol that's on like the crucible wheel is where like the progress is is moving. That's so, where trials was in D one. Exactly. So like everybody mm-hmm. is like convinced that this will be the release of Trials yeah. of Osiris. I mean, it would make like, sense because it's a Osiris themed. You know, well, Osiris and Saint themed uh, season. Yeah, the the one thing with that though is like I can't imagine it not being that because the community is so like invested in it, like the Return of Trials of Osiris. So it's like I like don't know what like to. to I know. Expect. It, if it doesn't end up being Trials, I'm gonna feel really bad for Bungie because if it's not Trials, the com- the community backlash is gonna oh, be absurd. It. It's gonna be a but lich mob. But it's 100% going to be on the community for hyping themselves up and assuming oh, that's yeah. what it's going to be. Yeah, they're they're the Destiny Bungie hasn't, yeah, they haven't said anything about it being trials. And if it does happen to not be that, like, if the community starts going after Bungie for it, like, I'm gonna like lose my mind because it's like, nah, y'all got it's a thin old man sky thing over again. Where it's like, hey, like partially, you know, Hello Games was at fault, but you guys also act like this was like gonna be like the end all be all. I yeah. never have to buy a video game again. Video game. It- it was pretty smart. And the communities like do like they're shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah, and I I mean like the way it's set up, like the little reward wheel thing is like in the crucible selection screen. Like it has if it's to be, not trials, I will be very surprised. Same, but like yeah. also at the at like I I mean like I, we've played enough trials when it was in D one and even when it was at the launch of D two, and like I just didn't realize that there was just such a desire to have yeah. that. Like, I wonder I, if it'll make comp easier. I, it might. That's the thing too. Yeah. Is like I don't know what they do with comp because like comp competitive play was their replacement for trials. Like throughout the past four or five seasons, or even more than that, or whatever it's been, however long it's been since they took it out. 
maybe like, they'll change trials and make it different you know yeah, that'd be like, really cool if there was if there was a third crucible option that was like something about it's just different or like or it's like a brand new game mode that's only available in trials you know that like, would actually be really if smart they made it like it wasn't d1 because like there was like so much like exclusive shit you can get just from that like yeah, I but know what was, was it like, what was get. yeah but what was it, it in d1 i don't remember wasn't so it just like it was it was similar to the how it was in two but um you had uh there's more of a chance of getting like specific things like specific drops from like performing like he i think the vendor had um i think it was brother vance had specific gear for the week and like i meant the yeah i meant the game mode itself it was the same it was pretty much it was like 3v3 you had a card and like 4v4 in in d2 they upped it and then so yeah and like it was to go back to 3v3 you had a card i think it was seven wins like a flawless seven wins or some shit you get to go to mercury and like that's when you get like the really good shit that isn't all that i remember like all as far as i'm aware like trials trials of the nine and this like wasn't that like you literally just like won until you didn't and then you got tokens and you went to the fucking wherever and then like you know unlock some chests like that was the cool part about trials of osiris and one was that like if you did get like that was like the thing like to get a flawless seven wins so you can go to the mercury and get like an adept weapon yeah. and shit and, like and it was like you know it was a cool it was like a it was a it was a triumph like it was like a cool thing to do it's like a badge badge honor or something never made it there neither did i same it was really really hard to do <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm not good at pvp I, th- like, I mean, like, I, I play enough, like, obviously got a lot of the competitive weapons on my own and did stuff like that. And, like, the like the solo queue into the new comp thing has helped freelance, a lot. Yeah. yeah, freelance is, like, a, was been... That's a, how I've been doing it. A great addition, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I, you know, Trials, it definitely is, like, one of those community things that, like, I'm... It just good for people that want it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope, I hope it comes back. I mean, I... Like yeah, I'll, I'll 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 mess with it for a little bit. I probably won't get deep into it, but it's just more things for the community to do, and maybe it'll free yeah. up comp, <laughs> and 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 make uh, hitting legend that that much easier for me. Cause you know I'm not good. <laughs> I'm a scrub. There, right? I'm, I'm not not good scrub. All right. Anything else in terms of games we've been playing? I have been playing Pokemon Sword. How are you liking that? Because huh. I've been thinking about picking it up. It's fine. It's a Pokemon game. Yeah. No complaints. What if I? It, I'm like, I'm I'm afraid, honestly, of like the, the new po- <laughs> what? Pokemon. Why? I mean, yeah, I guess like I, I think I'm not gonna care. Uh, I mean, so far. I've come across some decent ones. Like I haven't played like too long. I beat the first gym. That's as far as I've gotten. Oh, okay. So um, you like pretty much haven't like, really started. Yeah, a lot of the starter Pokemon that like I've found throughout like haven't really been bad. Like I found like I found like the Pidgey of this game. Um, I found a little electric Corgi who's real great. Yo, what really? Yeah, he's great. Sold. It's fantastic. I love him. His name is Yamper. You get it physically um, or digitally? Uh, physical yeah got it for christmas yeah oh wow um i get it yeah, wait, which, I mean, wait which, which one did you get sword all right i'll get shield okay <laughs> um yeah I, I mean i have no complaints the the gym the gyms are cool or the gym i've done is cool um 
they they all take place in like an arena like they're not like your usual like your old school gyms where it's like yeah. it's just a small building and like you like the the leader is just like at the back end of it um the first one i did was the grass gym and they make you go through like a trial first so you have to like lead these specific pokemon like you have to like herd them basically like into a point okay um, and that's that's for the gym still right yeah, that's just to even like that's just to progress through the first part of the gym, and then like there's a couple trainers in there you got to fight through, and then uh, you go into the the actual gym leader fight, and you fight in like you basically fight in like a soccer stadium, um, and uh, it's very really cool. The music is like really good, like during those gym battle, like the during the gym leader fights and stuff. Like it's actually pretty sweet. It's fun. Yeah, I heard they um that they upped those a little bit and made and made the gym stuff a lot cooler in this one. Yeah, I mean. I think they they specifically did it the way they did it because like there's that dynamaxing um, thing that you can do with Pokemon like where you like certain Pokemon you can literally make like gigantic and they have like specific attacks and they have more health and stuff like that like they're like literally like enormous they they show it like right at the start so like you the gym battles all take place in stadiums I guess to you know compensate for that yeah that's cool but um it's cool it's like literally because it takes place in like a pseudo England um or like a pseudo UK so like you're playing like you're fighting in a soccer stadium so like the, there's a huge crowd and like it's actually really cool um but yeah I mean I no complaints so far it's pretty good yeah I want to uh I want I want to uh I want to check that out I chose um. The water guy as my starter can't remember what his name was um he i i don't know his like his final evolution is like really good and he's like super helpful for like the whole start of the game like the, the beginning of the game huh. and i'm having a real hard time fucking remember what it's like what his name is for some reason pat it's totally Lincoln fine Ford. i i'm gonna be honest so i i definitely don't know its name uh, it's, <laughs> it's fine whatever it doesn't really make that much of a difference um, but you like it though. I mean, like I know people complain yeah, about it because it. it's you know. Well, people can fucking complain about it because it was hitting the switch, so they were just automatically assumed that all of the Pokemon from every other fucking Pokemon game was gonna be in this, and that like that's like I don't know if you get like when this game came out and like there was that fucking like hash, like Dexit all that shit mm-hmm. because like the, like the fucking like seven previous generations of Pokemon weren't in this one, which is, like, absurd to me. How many Pokemon are there now? There's, like, almost a thousand. Why is the Dexit the name more. of the Pokedex? No. Oh, was, 807. Like, you remember, like, remember, like, Brexit? I was gonna like, say, that's a very like, unfortunate it was like, coincidence, this name, so sort of no, like Brexit. It's, it's literally just <laughs> yeah. called, it's literally just called a Pokedex, but oh. people were calling it Dexit because there weren't the seven generations before this one in the game, so it was, like, a whole stupid Man. internet thing. It was fucking Yeah, people dumb. were, uh, hated it. People are not happy about that one, man. I've I I have apparently I'm in like the minority here where I think every single game should be fucking isolated and like different there should be Pokemon? entirely entirely new Pokemon in every single region. Yeah, I disagree. Maybe there. like aside from like a I honestly few, think that yeah, would be awesome. I don't yeah, Give yeah. Me all, maybe that would actually make me more interested in it because like I don't fucking care. I don't know like I like the nostalgia factor for me in terms of like playing these games. Like yeah, I played the shit out of like gold when I had a the whatever that was for what a pokemon uh the game boy Dance. Game, Bo- that's game boy game boy color yeah. game boy color, game boy color. sure yeah, yeah that right? shit was my fucking jam back in the day but like i have no like i don't want to pick up a pokemon game now and be like oh fuck yeah oh the the band's back i got my my charizard and my the other guy and the pikachu yeah. like no nah, give me all new things like that it's just yeah it's different like 
I agree. I'm thing. Yeah. But I like how they did select, it. A select, like, a select few staple Pokemon. Like, yeah. Gyarados is always there, pretty much. Pikachu's there. Um, well, that's what Charizard I liked about what they did, how they like, left people out. Because I would just default to my basic bullshit. Exactly. And you know? But I, I don't, I don't want it just new. I need something familiar or else I'm not gonna... I want to get excited when I'm playing. I'm like, oh, shit. I just got a fucking Squirtle. Like, I'm losing my... You know, like, I want that. And, and, well, like, that's you know. the thing that annoys... Like, the thing that annoys me the most is that people want, like, like a handful of new and then, like, pretty much entirely familiar, which is stupid to me. Well, I, that's why I don't, I don't want entire... I want some. I want to have, you know... Like, if I have a roster of, like... That's what I'm saying. Like, there's a, there are a handful of, yeah. like, staple yeah. Pokemon yeah. And that's that how it carried should be. through, that's, which is yeah. how it should be, which is fine. Yeah. But a majority, like... 75%, maybe even 85% of those Pokemon should be fucking new. It's a new game. There should be new Pokemon there. Like, majority new. And people that think that there shouldn't be are stupid. <laughs> and I'm saying it right here. <laughs> you heard it from me. You heard it. You heard it here first. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm having a good time. I have no complaints. Yeah, I, I really want to play it. I'm just afraid of the, the, the commitment, honestly. I've been like picking it up, like when I'm like super bored or if I'm taking a yeah. dump. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking do something. I can't <laughs> play that game like that. Like if I play that, I have to play it because I won't. You no, know it's great. I'll, for I'll get halfway through and I'll put it down. Dump. Slay the spire. It's perfect. Sounds like a pretty good dump game. Oh, it's great. Um, you just do a couple little fights with your cards, and this is it. You're done. Move on. So I'm also actually just started today playing Dying Light for the technically the second time. Um, never you, beat it the first time I played it. You're bad at finishing played it on games? No, nah, well, I played it on console when it first came out, and I hated the way it felt and played and controlled, and I wanted to... I hated it. Um, so it was on sale, like... A Wait, so you didn't like two. it? Yeah, I didn't like it. Um, so it was on sale, like, two weeks ago on Steam for, like, the whole, like, kit and caboodle that came with, like, the DLC, the base game, all that shit, like, it was pretty cheap. Um, I hear nothing but that how great that game is from like all all walks of life. So I said fuck it and picked it up. Started it today because I didn't have anything to do because I'm on vacay from work. Um, and you're liking it, so right? I'm enjoying it much more than I was. Uh, like it, the the controls for that game make way more sense on massive keyboard to me because like the combat's kind of floaty and like a little weird. It's like it just makes more sense on the mouse, I think. Um, and like the little parkour movements and stuff like it, having like that, like kind of like that one-to-one with a mouse and keyboard is more comfortable for that kind of a game. Yeah. I bet. Um, I bet it's the one nice. thing I, the one thing I will say is that fighting bandits is total shit garbage and it better get better or I'm going to be real annoyed about it. shit garbage. Speaking of that game, man, I really hope the second one uh, like is happens, happens and just okay. is in development hell. Like, yeah, because it looked so ambitious um, and just looked like all the yeah. ideas they had were just so explored upon, like, you know, in terms of, like, the, hey, we set this world up and, like, this idea for these characters and conceptualization of, like, really interesting things that we want to do and, like, an advancement of the series. And it just seemed so, like, so damn good. And it's now, yeah. it's, I don't know what's going on. Like, I know. Yeah, I, I, I got, got some, I'm, uh, I'm upset. Some ideas. <laughs> I'm upset. I got to see that at E3 last year, and it seems so fucking cool. Why you got to tell me that, man? Why you got to say that? You'd just be like, I didn't see it at all. I don't know. Slide. <laughs> I have a I have a statue of the man sitting on my thing, and 
I cool pray man. to him. I pray to him every day and go, please come out. Nice. It nice. Hasn't um, worked. Hasn't worked. So yeah, so I'm playing. Uh, that's it. I, I still have cool. Witcher Three still going. I'm gonna play the shit out of that this week. Hell yeah. Because uh, you, know yeah. you know how many times I beat The Witcher Three, Pat? More times than me. You know how many times though? Twice. You beat it none. Yeah, I've beat it zero times. Did you beat it on Death March, Andrew? Yes, you, for you the did, trophy. right? Yeah, yeah. I think you both, both played it on Death March at Fucking launch. hell yeah, we did. Yeah, we hate yeah, ourselves. best. Yeah, that's terrible. I jumped into um, Witcher Three blindly a few weeks ago to capture footage, and I like skipped all the tutorials just because I needed to capture footage. And I forgot how to play. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I don't actually don't know what I'm doing with this combat. And I had to turn the game off, start over, do the tutorial, learn how to play. Wasted like an hour of my time just so I could cap footage. Yeah. And uh, now I want to replay the entire game. But yeah, I have no time. Sometimes I just think about it. And I'm like, I want to replay it. And I was like, I also just yeah, don't man. have like 150 hours. Yeah, so. it's fucking... Sucks. And then next month, everything starts coming out. So I no shot in hell that i'm gonna do it i mean we don't really have anything until doom what comes out early march oh, oh fucking ori comes out soon ori comes out this there's, there's more hold on i think ori is like end of february um ori is beginning of march i think is that what it is i'm pulling up i'm pulling up a release dates thing right now now that we're on the top of a conversation i want to know so we have what month are we in february february, february? Mm, Dreams comes out on Valentine's Day, and that's probably the biggest thing with the and Yakuza Five on the eleventh. Um, and then going into March, Ori comes out March eleventh. Neo Two comes out March thirteenth. Oh fuck! Oh, fucking Neo Animal too. Crossing, <laughs> Dooms, and Doom Eternal are on the twentieth. Okay, so that's one, two, three, four games right there that I want to play. And then April hits, and we got Resident Evil Three and Final Fantasy Seven. I give zero fucks about Animal Crossing. Like, none at Same. all. Same. Uh, no fucks I, here. I'm excited to play it. I remember dabbling with the GameCube version, and then my mom stole it, and then she took it for herself, so I never actually really got to experience that game. She called um, the police. Hmm? She called the police. She I did. Shit. I did call the police. Um, they stole my Animal Crossing. Yeah. So I'm excited to, like, actually get to experience that game for pretty much the first time. Um, I'm not gonna play it right away though because I'm trying to murder demons. Oh, fucking play the trying shit. To, trying to play, uh, trying to play Doom Eternal, that wacky, crazy game. I will play the shit out of Doom. Oh, man. I still think about it. Like I got to play it for two hours, and I'm still, still like, I want more. A year later, that's actually a great. That's a great fucking thing to hear, man. Yeah, man. It's it's. I've been pitching it as it's it's a it's Doom meets Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, and it's fucking insane. Like. If you guys want to replay Doom, like 2016, I recommend you do it now because I can't imagine playing Doom Eternal and then going back to Doom. Like that's how differently it controls. That's I, how many new mechanics they added. I installed it the other day. Cool. Because I, I want to do. The I same never thing. finished the uh, that that Doom. Really? Yeah. Pull the pack. Excuse me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, Brian. You, I mean, do it, man. It's it's. Are you I'm sure it has ultra wide support? You're playing like it on that. mouse and keyboard now. That shit too. is like. 10 hours not even yeah brian you could you could bust that out in a in, in a at week. least at least witcher is like f super long <laughs> so yeah doom's way more doable it's the you short do it. it's the short games i can't commit to the long ones i have no problem buckling <laughs> down on. Any sense. doesn't make any sense brian nothing in my life makes sure, no problem yeah 
I'm with you there. Deliver packages for 50 hours? Got it. Shoot, shoot some things for five? Nope. Man, I, I want to... I just finished the Modern Warfare campaign packages. this week. That thing was like six hours. It took me months. I hate that. Hey, but yeah, at least you did weird, it. I had weird performance issues with that fucking game, man, on PC. Yeah, you said it started hitching like real bad. Yo, so um, bad. Like, I honestly... Like, like it didn't ugh. It didn't start like that, right? No, no, it was fine here and there. So points, they so. must have put a fucking patch out that like, fuck something up. I, I mean, like... I updated my drivers, and that seemed to fix it a little bit. But like finishing the last like hour of that game was like actually painful, and like I could not. Was it just the cutscenes, or was it no? It was in, during the gameplay. Like I had weird cutscene wow. stuff happen, um, just like here and there. I, I heard it was really bad at launch, but I they I you know yeah, a couple. I had, I, had a, I had a rough go at the start. Yeah, and a couple. I like, up, had to like fuck around with settings. Yeah, which sucks. A couple updates really yeah. took care of that. So, um. All things considered, really wasn't that bad. But towards the end of that game, like, it, like legitimately freezing to the point where it'd be like thirty seconds of like my character like just pointing at something and everything not moving, and me being like almost taking my hands off my mouse and keyboard and being like, "What's going on?" And then just, just picks back up, and like yeah, that just kept happening. Like, for a game that's constantly installing shaders, it's, it's ugh, that fucking thing. Really impressive. I just can't believe how like Black Ops Three, like great PC port. Like, there absolutely no issues with that game on PC. Like, the blackout mode, regular multiplayer, all that shit was fine. And then this game, you know. Different teams. I know it's different teams, but I, yeah. like, ugh, ugh. Like, can't, can't y'all share some shit or something? I don't know. <laughs> like, y'all got the same fucking name. Right. Terex is like, no! Yeah. Get out of our stuff! Leave under your all, just get under one roof. Figure it out. One day, maybe. Yo, I would love to see Call of Duty take a year off. I did like the single player. I want to see player. Call of Duty take like a couple of years Yo, off, right? It yeah, never, I mean, it never will though. It makes so much money. I, I, I know, but I'm, I keep thinking of like the the time off that Assassin's Creed took, and then when it came back, it was so good. Well, if they just consolidated that to one studio, like as they should. That's what I'm saying, dog. You don't need to have you don't need to have three fucking teams and crap out a game every year. True. There's a lot of stuff that <laughs> takes some time off, man. Like all the sports games, you take some fucking time off. Like, yeah. Like, you want to talk? Yeah, I feel like those, well, those you know zero fucking chance. You know something we actually didn't talk about, which I thought was wild, and I know maybe it's. And I'm surprised me and Dan didn't actually talk about it because he's more of a sports guy. Um, but the fact that MLB the Show, which has just been like a like a yeah, long standing like yeah, Sony, Sony thing, has now has to be released on other platforms. But it's gonna yeah, be which means that the fucking MLB was not happy with the returns that they were getting on their investment, and they were like, you, you, "Nope." Well, MLB finally smartened anymore. up and realized, like, "Oh, there's more yeah. money to be made." Like, uh, hell yeah! So, just crazy yeah, that it's a Sony published game that's going to be on Xbox. Like, it'll literally yeah, say, "Like, crazy. published by Sony." Like, when you launch that shit up, you're right, Pat. I just fucking slapped punched my microphone. Hey, you okay? <laughs> Yeah, I'm okay. All right, uh, okay. Okay, guys, thanks for the concern. I yeah, we just shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> any news? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's Whatever, some, there's that guy left things. Rockstar. Who cares? Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Dan, uh, it was Dan Hauser. Yeah, Dan Hauser left, uh, co-founder of Rockstar. Um, also the, um, a very important writer for Rockstar, too. Like, their whole satire thing and just their overall, like, you know, like the tone to their writing, um, I think it could be attributed to Dan Hauser for the most part. 
so it's it's um him leaving is like is a big deal i don't think rockstar is gonna like you know go under any like or anything like that but um you know it's just weird because he's been there from the beginning and now it's he's gonna be interesting to uh, see yeah. where like where their storytelling goes from yeah well well jake made a good point saying that like there's no way that someone like that was there for that long and he didn't like affect people in, in well, a yeah, way you, you have know to, so you have like to imagine that he had like a major influence on everybody yeah, else while he it, was there yeah exactly so I, i'm sure the tone of their games aren't gonna change you know um i'm just wondering if they're gonna continue to be like as cohesive as they were because like every yeah. every one of those stories were like always very co- cohesive like, yeah well-made well-told mm-hmm. stories um so like w- you know without him at the helm i'm wondering if they're gonna continue like down that road or mm-hmm. if something's gonna happen like but, it, you know it, it's um you know obviously it's one you know one person obviously is very important but i think rockstar is very much like a culture thing now at this point and they, yeah. they will bring on like-minded people. And mm-hmm. I, I would be very, very surprised if he is not involved in some consulting aspects for Rockstar. Like, you know, I, I feel like, yes, he did leave, but I, would be, I wouldn't be too surprised if you, you know, yeah. if his Impact name doesn't for, creep well, up. His, and brother is, yeah, his brother is the other, the other, <laughs> other co-founder. <laughs> yeah. So, like, <laughs> you know, so it's just a quick phone call to his bro. Like, hey, need your opinion on something. Like, you know, obviously not being yeah. the lead writer on stuff, but, like, just the you know, the amount of work he's put in over the years to sh- make sure some of these games have shipped. And like Andrew said, in terms of the, the writing aspect of it, I mean, it's just like fucking insane. Um, so I yeah. mean, after Red Dead Redemption 2 shipped, he took a year long sabbatical, um, which is a paid leave. And um, a lot of times in those instances when, you know, big heads of companies do that, they don't return. And that's what happened in this instance. He announced his uh, departure. So I would also say that he kind of deserves that sabbatical because the amount of the amount of writing and dialogue that had to go into fucking Red Dead Redemption Two is unreal, right? Like yeah. I mean, literally, he just He's like I got yeah. I mean, I gotta go. They finished GTA and they essentially immediately they were working on Red Dead Redemption Two. Like, if you look at like the schedule in terms of development for those games, mm-hmm. the last Grand Theft Auto Five and Red Dead Redemption Two. I mean, those are fucking like crazy crazy products to to get done so yeah. um you know a dude that well deserved in terms of his uh <laughs> taking time off and stepping away for a bit so um but I, i'm like i don't think this is cause for concern for rockstar um i don't think they're gonna pivot in any way i guarantee you know i'm, I'm convinced we'll get a gta 6 you know mm-hmm. on the next generation and i think that it'll still have the same quality mm-hmm. in terms of the writing and you know what those games offer so if anything, I'm even more excited for it now just to see what they do. Same. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I want I want to see or maybe, you know, like who knows how long they've been working on it. Like there might be a lot of um, a lot of Hauser like in that writing, you know, like who, who knows like where that is. In, yeah. I mean, the there literally process. could be an army of people in that writing room that are in, were inspired by his writing, you know, that are, have similar yeah. tendencies in terms of the way that they put together stories. So, mm-hmm. um like I said, Rockstar will very much, at least in my opinion, still have that same culture and resonance in terms of the content that they produce. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see. Also, very much want them to start like diving into other IPs or something, and like bring Agent back, back, baby. Bringing back something else like Bully or Agent or something like. Yeah, I would. I would very. It would be awesome if they were just like, "Yo, GTA Six is not happening. Like, here's something entirely different." 
I would love that. I know a lot of people. But for the same reasons, Call of Duty won't take a year off. It's the same reason why they're not going to do that with Grand Theft Auto. Well, I mean, they essentially especially after money the success GTA of GTA Online. Online. Like, yeah, that shit still. I mean, it's like still mm-hmm. is fucking going strong. So yeah. they could just but like the, say, "Hey, there's a small division of people that will continuously work on GTA Five Online. That's going to mm-hmm. be the GTA thing we do for a couple years. Yeah, like, here's a new thing. So who knows? But like, but you if said, you think about it, the the only game that will probably be able to come close to topping the records that GTA Five has set is GTA Six. Yeah, you're, you know, you're not like, wrong, man. I mean, and that reason yeah, alone, I, like, it's it's we're beginning that sooner than later. Honestly, when they pull when like, when GTA Six inevitably happens, all that's gonna they're just gonna fucking I guess maybe not I guess considering like the fucking crazy shit they did with Red Dead Redemption Two like visually I can't I can't imagine they, they have just like just such pull GTA Online just over into Six and like be like yeah it's, there you go it, the amount of just like the name it, like the those games in terms of just like the power that they have like Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption like I, when like a new GTA game comes out, like there'll be people that talk about it that like don't typically pay, play video games that'll be like, yo, do I have to go and buy this new console to play gr- the next Grand Theft Auto? Like, yeah, the same, it's like a Madden. The same yeah. shit happened with Red Dead. Like one of my cousins who mm-hmm. really isn't into video games but loved the first Red Dead Redemption, like reached out to me and was like, yo, is it like is it as good as people are talking about? Like, do I have to go and like buy a console or like can I rent one? And I was like, Jesus, like these these games just do these do this to people. Like they just yep. hold that, like they have that power behind them, like, you know, because that name well, means something. ones that are able to. Exactly, yeah. So, like you said, it just more to that point, Andrew, that you said before. Like, Grand Theft Auto is a money making machine. Like, yeah. GTA Six will happen. Like, because mm-hmm. it it pulls us in and it pulls everyone like on the out on the outskirts of like the gaming industry and the gaming community and people that aren't even in it. Yeah, you know. Like, people that really don't care about day to day playing video mm-hmm. games, they'll yeah. just it's it's it, it, it's a console seller. It's a console seller. Oh, yeah. You know, like it could come out three years into the 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 next console cycle with PS5 and the Xbox Series X, and people that don't have those next gen consoles will go out and buy the Grand Theft Auto Six bundle yeah. just to play Grand Theft Auto Six. I gotta buy this fucking stand up cube. What is this? Yeah, I gotta <laughs> buy a fridge. What is this? I put my beer it looks in it. Like a computer. That's making fun of the Series X, folks. Yeah. I love the way it looks. I can't wait. Same. I, I want, want that, that big bulky cube. Freebie. Give me it. Can't wait Same. to put it on my floor because it's not going to fit in my current entertainment. Put a handle on it that I'll never use. Yeah. Uh, moving on, an- another big studio um, person that left. We got Rod Ferguson leaving the coalition who's going to join Blizzard to head up Diablo. Cool. Can't wait for the um, Diablo game to have a character that is just Marcus Phoenix with a, a, a machine gun, imagine chainsaw weapon. Um, I mean, I'm I'm excited for him because he's been fucking working on the Gears game since the first one. Um, Gears Six, the, that whole that whole thing is like that's all laid out already. Like he, I mean, if he was gonna get out now is the time because they're probably just like in pre production of Six now. Um, but again, like all that shit is laid out. So him moving on to something else is cool for him. Yeah. And, uh, I think he'll be able to do some cool shit at Blizzard mm-hmm. with like Diablo and stuff. Cause <clears throat> they did, uh, some pretty revolutionary shit with gears. So, yeah, I'm curious to see what it does. Um, gears four. I wonder how far along in production it is that they're able to, you know, um, bring on someone as big as rod ferguson and, and seeing what it does um 
you know, like Rod Ferguson, if I remember correctly, like he he's he he can't he jumped into the development of Bioshock Infinite essentially to like fix it. Um, I could be wrong there. That's just I I think I read that somewhere. Oh, he's man. also worked on stuff like Half Life as well. So he he's he has his name attached to some pretty big titles, and he's been around since Gears of War. You know, like the first yeah. title, like he he's worked on every single Gears of War title. Um, at least the mainline one. So he's 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 a veteran dev. He's got his experience. Um, he's definitely probably learned a lot and has a lot of influence that he's bringing over from the coalition and gears in, in into Diablo. Um, and I uh I don't know. I'm excited to see what they do. Um, part of me would love to see um another Diablo game made with him that isn't Diablo Immortal or Diablo Four and possibly something similar to that souls like diablo game that was supposedly in development for a while i would love to see his take on a different style like a, game but with like the diablo a, ip like a classic fantasy rpg or diablo. something yeah i would love just to see just to see something with him just yeah. just to take the game and and turn it into something um else you know no, i agree i think uh i think Not replacing influence yeah, I think he'd have some good influence on Diablo as a whole. I mean, regardless of what they like, what Diablo project he is heading, I think he could do some cool shit. Yeah. Um, did you see what Cliffy B was saying on Twitter, Pat? I did not. So the he, he uh, didn't sell us because he tried pushing politics. <laughs> no, no, that has nothing to do with uh, with Cliffy All B being s- with, with him being too woke. No, it's um. All I ever see is him post shit, and then people just fucking shit on him, and then him like tweet again and go. Oh yeah, you know he yeah he fucking tweeted something about a memoir or some shit like that because he like wrote a he wrote like a memoir about himself and then like people were shitting on him like imagine being a forty four year old who thinks you can fucking write a memoir and he like wrote back like imagine being a forty four year old that's had such a wild ride that he could write a memoir <laughs> it's like oh man I got uh I have no actual personal beef with Cliffy B but I do uh, very much think that he is a perfect example of someone who should just try not talking for a while. Uh, and yeah, seeing how it works out for him, I feel like he should just um, like isolate himself from social media for yeah, a little bit because uh, it does him no favors. Yeah, it got off track a little bit, but he was tweeting about um, like pretty much like at Microsoft, like, "Hey, if you ever wanted someone to like look at Gear Six, let me know." Mm-hmm. So everyone's like, "Oh, is Cliffy nah, B no gonna like thanks. try and squeeze back on in?" Yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't want him back. I, I would go like, I'm not a fan of Gears One, Two, or Three, but I am. A, like half a fan of Gears Four, and I like it's Gears weird. 5. It's weird though, because he like, as much as he was, as much as he Seems was the face of those games, a lot of a lot of the development was Rod on all three on all four of those games. Yeah, a lot of Rod Ferguson was like, well, Cliffy, the, he the Cliff just he's the the creator, the, right? Yeah, he was like the the yeah, pretty much. He because he, he went from like Unreal into. Into gears. That's right. He he was so an he unreal was, tournament dude. So he you know he he was like the I believe the the creative developer on gears, but I think a lot of the development lead was Rod Ferguson. Okay, yeah. So like even if they brought him back, like he might have some ideas. But like I, Gear Six is, I'm sure that that game is like laid out like like what kind of obviously like which direction the story is going to go and you know and then like you know gameplay tweaks or whatever they're going to do with it but 
I can't imagine that even if they brought him on that he would change that much unless he came in. Because the, the way Microsoft is going right now with everything seems to be like they're like they're putting a, an emphasis on making sure that their shit is like coming out good at the yeah. moment. Which is good and, like, because I don't, they, they've had too many. Yeah, they've had too, too many, many steps. I'll say, yeah, and, can't, between cancellations, duds. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like if they brought on Cliffy and he tried to fucking just uproot Gear 6 and make it this whole other thing, they would probably tell him to get the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, if, if they're going to bring him on, I would see him coming on only as a consultant, consultant. and as nothing yeah, more. Yeah, you know? I just, uh, just to give you the exact tweet. Twitter and I just wanted to. It's not a fan. Yeah, it's hard. Not a fan. Um, <laughs> Pat, the exact tweet, uh, tweet, what the fuck? The exact, <laughs> the exact tweet was, Offer still stands to consult on the Gears franchise, Microsoft, your move. Rod had a bunch of my and, and Lee Perry's unused ideas sitting on the cutting room floor. And then there's a follow-up, which is, even if I gave three pages of notes on the Gears 6 take, I'd wager the perception around the community would be lovely. There's one thing they haven't gotten to that I wanted so bad for Gears 4 that they never did. With a UG in all caps. Okay. Yeah. Kind of hate that, that could, to be honest. Like, I'm curious as to what that could be, but also like him kind of like throwing shade at Rob I was just going to say, that's like, that's such like, like, like a shit yeah. sniffing. Like, they were like, 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 yeah, you were doing fine, but like, I left some ideas out there. You guys would want to see them, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I hope he doesn't come near Gears again. Stay I hope away, he stays you, away. Troll man, god damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, you, you made a lot to, of money. Uh, like, stop tweeting. Just do your restaurants, whatever the fuck you're doing now. Goddamn. Is that what he does? Does he own restaurants? I just, this is bio he, says he's, like, he, in a restaurant. I think he owns a restaurant in, like, Raleigh or some shit like that. Oh, That's cool. Good, good, good for Cliffy B. Who gives a fuck? He's just... I don't know. I have no, like, I have no, like, particular issue with Cliffy Hype B. Hype for... Like, like I said, I have stuff, no man. personal beef, like, but... Good, everything good everything that he has done after Gears has not worked out, so I'm kind of... Like, what, what was the other one? It was Lawbreakers and... What was the Battle Royale one? Uh, fucking... I keep going to say Escalation Protocol, but I know that's, that's a Destiny not mode. It. <laughs> that's a Destiny <laughs> mode. <laughs> It's super forgettable because it like Horizon eighties no, man. No, they like fucking slapped it together like randomly. I don't know. Uh, I need to know. Oh, find it. Hold on. What was his studio what name? Boss Boss Key. Boss Key Games. Battle Royale. Uh, uh, Radical uh, Heights. That's the one. <laughs> that's a piece of shit. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. <laughs> was like an asset slap, dump? Like slap slapdash. Battle Royale, they're like, oh god, we gotta capitalize now. <laughs> like they just like slapped this fucking thing together, and it didn't work out surprisingly enough. It did. Uh, it, it was um being heavily streamed on Twitch for a little bit. Yeah, when Fortnite yeah. was it was a Battle Royale. Yeah. Every, it was every... a flash in the pan, though. Like the literal definition of flash in the pan. Every new Battle Royale that comes out becomes like a huge Twitch thing at first. The amount <laughs> of just the like... the fucking headlines, like. About lawbreakers are so funny. Oh, I know. Oh my god. Here, uh, let me. Can I just read three, please? Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. PC gamer Cliff Cliff Brzezinski says lawbreakers failed because he was too in quotes political. The next headline: Cliff Brzezinski says he made lawbreakers too in quotes woke, and that's one reason it failed. <laughs> the next the next headline. This one's from Forbes. Jesus Christ. Cliff Mazinski blames the failure of lawbreakers on politics and, in quotes, gender-neutral bathrooms. What? 
<laughs> Confused. Oh my god. I want Cliff Business to go god. sniff a fart. That dude sucks. I feel like <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> I feel like Lawbreakers <laughs> so specific. I feel like Lawbreakers didn't have anything to say politically. Uh, no. And it was kind of just like a bunch of dudes. No, nah, man, it was it was it was um it was um characters on the um uh, on on the graphics card box covers like the video game. That's like what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's all it was. Like they just took like let's get all these really bad like reject Todd McFarlane designs and make them Give fight. Give them jetpacks and shoot away. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay, well, what the fuck were we even talking about? Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. We were talking about Rod Ferguson. Leaving. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I'm hyped for him, and I think Diablo it will benefit having him a part of it and whatnot, because he's, he's that guy's Right, great. he can't hurt it. No, definitely not. So That's cool. I am really excited for the next Diablo game. Yeah, me too. So. Well, I will die on the hill that the Coalition is a terrible studio name. <laughs> Hate it. Didn't it have a way Hate better it, name and they changed it? It was Black Tusk, Yo. which is awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah, Black Tusk. It's an cool. awesome studio name. And they were like, nah, you guys are the Gears studio, the Coalition. And it's a fucking, their, it's, their logo is a buzzsaw that sounds like Why isn't fucking... 343 called the Master Chiefs? <laughs> Just call them the UAC. <laughs> you good? <laughs> <clears throat> so dumb. I hate, I hate it. Oh, hate God. It. Black Tusk is such a cool fucking name. Yeah. Yeah. They ruined it. Okay. All right. That's uh. I think that had to wrap it up for news. I remember when they. I remember when they announced that they were changing Pat. that name. I was so. I don't remember it, it at oh, all. They did it at an E3. They're like. I don't. I don't remember. Black Tusk Studios, now known as the Coalition, and they like pulled out the logo and like the buzz saw happened. I was like, oh. <laughs> you guys are very one note. That's all. <laughs> you got one song. Play it's it. Just, that's. It's like this is what you guys are doing. <laughs> You guys are gears in now. the picture uh that uh rod ferguson posted of him like his departure uh he's holding i guess like a copy of like gear. he's holding something in his hands but the shirt he's wearing is the funko gears shirt and then it yeah, just reminded that, me yeah, that yeah. there's a funko gears game coming out that, ever co- oh, like, that didn't come out right? like, i don't know man uh i think it's out actually the Gears Tactics game hasn't come out. That I'm actually interested pretty in. Pretty sure the that fu- seems pretty yeah. sure the Funko game. That looks pretty like sure Gears, but XCOM, right? That one. That's what it looks like. Yeah. I hope it's as harsh that as looks... XCOM, but like set in like the Gears universe. That would have uh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I think that looks cool. Um, yeah, so I'm wondering if like stuff like that shit, like the Funko deal, like I wonder if that was the kind of stuff that he was kind of like, ah. peace, I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> It's like I gotta go. Yeah, I know, he's wearing the shirt in the picture. So unless he just was like, "Give me the stupid fucking he's thing," I don't. Fuck, he's, he's probably paid for that shit. He's like, you, "If you go, you gotta wear the shirt if you're gonna take this picture." <laughs> and he's just like, "Fuck, all right, uh, okay." Like, put the shirt on. I Is guess it's gonna fit. Like he was wearing all the uh, the bathing ape shit for a while too. Every time he popped up on camera, remember? This is very bizarre, but also very funny. Is it the, the Gears bathing ape collab? grown man wearing bathing ape stuff is just interesting hey i'm gonna be a grown man wearing cool clothes at some point yeah it's a he's a very fashionable grown video game designer man you're not a grown man now andy no (laughs) i just got health insurance (laughs) hey like just got health insurance almost there bud (laughs) i may have the body of a grown man but that's it (laughs) oh okay Okay, moving on. Uh, is there any other news stuff, or do you guys want to do off topic? 
We can do off topic. Cool. Um, I don't really have anything to add to off topic. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, I ain't got I, nothing. I started watching uh, a show on HBO called Avenue Five. I don't know. If, have you seen anything about that? No. I have no idea what that is. So it's just okay. I've watched about three episodes. I think that's all that's out, I believe. Could be more now. It's like a comedy show um, set on like a fucking like a space cruise, basically. Oh, I oh, is this with uh, Josh yeah. Gad? Yeah, is it cool? Yeah, yeah. It's okay. I, I, there hasn't been anything that's happened that like I was like fucking cracking up. Like the the last like co- like comedy sh- like television like serial I watched that like legitimately made me laugh like consistently was Silicon Valley. And the funniest part of Avenue Five is, uh, is the guy that plays Jared. Yes, that's the only reason I want to watch it. He's incredible. He's incredible. Every time he's on the screen, I'm like, perfect. Uh, Thank yes. you. And then like, every time he's not there, I'm like, no. Just bring, bring him back. back. Where'd he go? Because <laughs> he plays the oh, he plays the like the customer liaison. Oh, that's like, perfect. Head. So it's just great because like he's like you got shitty people and he's just kind of like he kind of just like. Sh- brushes them off and like but he's like does it in like a shitty way and it's really great that's perfect um yeah so like he's really good show as a whole so far there's like a couple of funny moments like there's a couple of people that like because of what happens on the ship like a couple people die and they like try to do like a like a space funeral and like shoot him out in a casket <laughs> like into space but like the first guy that they try to do it to the casket was Josh Gads and he's like some billionaire so like it was like made out of like gold and like super heavy so the cruise ship is so big that it has its own gravitational pull around it because like there's like artificial gravity so they shoot it out it's too heavy so it gets caught in the gravity and now it's just fucking like like rotating around around the (laughs) ship so like every once in a while like there'll be like seen somewhere and you just see like the coffin like coming up around like the window so it's like that's just kind of funny alright he's doing a good job selling it it, there's some funny shit, but you cool. know, as a whole, I haven't like I haven't been like, yeah, I got fuck shows great, but but enough um, to keep watching. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll right. keep plugging. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm um, interested in it. Oh, excuse me, sorry. This was, what else did I start? I started something else. I um, I don't know. Did did I talk about sex education? I binged all that shit. Uh, I don't think you talk. You talked to us about it. Personally. Yeah, I don't know I don't if we did it on the podcast. Here. So yeah, I binged all sex education. Uh, I got really into that show. Um, it's very funny. Uh, it's a BBC produced thing that's on Netflix. Um, clever writing, really inter- really good characters. It's like Big Mouth, but like with actual people, which sounds fucking bizarre, but it, it is what it is. Um, it's, it's about kids. Makes me not makes me not want to no, watch it's, it. It's, I love Big no, Mouth. No, no, it's. I think I mean, if Big Mouth like, wasn't animated, like, I wouldn't be able to do it. There's not like hormone no, monsters no, and like all this no, I know that. Everything. It's but, literally just like high school yeah, kids. Yeah, just like it's definitely way more dealing with like sex. Yeah, it's definitely shit. way more grounded in reality, whereas Big Mouth is a fucking cartoon. But it's just very like you know, it's within the same vein about like you know kids like you know going through puberty and like figuring things out, and it's a comedy and it just puts them in like really awkward situations and yeah, um, yeah. So um, the one thing I will say is that the, the season two ends on a, a a cliffhanger with two characters that like literally like I was mad about it <laughs> like <laughs> like I immediately like jumped online I was like I can't be the only one that feels this way and I found like a bunch of threads that were, were like what the fuck like people just like got away for season <laughs> three out. and of course the, the writers like knew it they like wanted to just string people along and like continue to just like play with the fans so uh the people that write that show are, are very clever they knew exactly what they were doing so <laughs> 
um but it's good i mean if the you know everyone should should check it out uh it's on uh, it's on netflix so um i think since the last time we actually recorded i watched that don't fuck with cats documentary uh and that shit is fucking wild you want to watch like a super interesting like i was very much alive all this all this was happening it was literally like four years ago or whatever it was yeah i had no idea i um, also watched don't fuck i had cats. no idea yeah. any of this happened and like this is some fucking wild like international like goose man haunting person all the shit yeah, went it on fucking, yeah it was crazy shit was crazy and i fucking started something else i cannot remember what it was Oh, I started the first episode of Lock and Key. Was like half paying attention, so I have to restart. Yeah, that that came out and has gotten some pretty like you know f- warm reviews. Nothing too great, nothing too bad. Um, yeah. I watched Parasite this week. I can't believe I didn't. I almost forgot to mention this. Parasite fucking slapped, yo. It was yeah. I gotta Parasite watch. Parasite was really good. Um, I just I honestly like I went into it like with like somewhat of like pretty tame expectations because like when movies just get hyped up so much it's really hard for you to go into something and be like oh this is just gonna be as good as everybody says it is um but it it lived up to the expectations it is a very 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 good movie um that director he's a a fucking genius i also i also really like snowpiercer that's the the previous movie that he did Snowpiercer is great yeah Yeah. oh it's the same Same okay i didn't know that yeah um but yeah, you own it. Yeah, Brian? I have Parasite. You could, you could borrow it. I, I have like four of your movies, so by all means, please take yeah. Parasite. Um, but yeah, it's um, it 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 lived up to the expectations. Parasite uh, is is ex- an cool. excellent film. So also just go yeah, I, I want to go into it. it knowing nothing about it because I don't know I don't yeah, know I anything know about it at all. Keep, and keep the it iTunes <laughs> description doesn't tell you anything. That's kind of the like. point. And like, there's yeah. just you'll get you'll get so involved in it because it's the writing is really good and the characters are great, and then you'll be like, wow, this is what this fucking movie is, and you'll just be like kind yeah. of blown away by it. So, um, it's actually just kind of amazing that it, I went like that long, and also you guys too, of really just not knowing what it is about. I didn't even know it existed it, until yeah. the yeah, like the awards season. Yeah, no, it definitely got like a limited release, but you know, people continue to talk about it. Um, speaking of limited yeah. releases, I tried to see Uncut Gems last weekend, and that's still oh, still yeah. fairly it, new, it, and it's already like out of theaters. Yeah, it um, they just I think the Safi brothers just put something out recently that they're putting it back in theaters like limited again. Yeah, because um, for like a limited. For what I read about again. that, actually, and that's I'm glad that you said that, Pat, because it reminded me because A24 has this really weird like rights thing with Netflix because Uncut Gems is already on um, Netflix in the UK. But not in America. Mm-hmm. It has like a different contract or whatever. Um, so people were like, "Hey, like I want to see this. It's really not playing anywhere near me." And I also like I live in America and it's not on Netflix yet. Like, what's the deal? So I think that's what sparked them to say, "Hey, let's try to get it back out in theaters, or at least you know a little bit more um, in terms of like show times and whatever limited theaters it's still playing. Like it's it's playing near us in our area, but like it's only like once or twice throughout the day and like a couple times like throughout the week. It's really on a very limited run right now. So. Um, yeah. Which is, I mean, it's, at this point, uh, I I'll probably just wait for it to hit Netflix. Yeah. I mean, I know like everything I've heard about it is that it's great, um, but I feel like it's not like a movie that you have to see in theaters because it's not like some like like 1917 was like this fucking huge like yes go and movie see that, that in like, theaters like yeah like that's like a theater movie like Uncut Gems is like a fucking panic attack for two hours <laughs> so like I feel like 
being able to, you know, yeah, witness this panic attack on my own. Yes, exactly. And I've certainly, you know, I, I could have a little bit of patience and just wait for it. But it was just one of those things yeah. where I was like, I didn't really have anything going on that like popped into my head. I was like, oh, I'll go and see this. And then I was like, wait, no, I can't. What happened? All right. Like, so. I do want to go see Birds of Prey. I might do that. Yeah, I really, I really want to see I'm so it. glad that's getting good reviews. Yeah, you know, man, me too. I was worried. Yeah, Margot Robbie is awesome, and Ewan McGregor it's like is a pa- great. It's like, so. it's like a passion project for her. I think she just wanted to like do right by Harley because Suicide Squad was so bad. <laughs> so she was like, we're yeah. going to fucking make this movie good. Yeah. I'm happy she also she's did, popping up also, in uh, the, what's it called? Um, She's popping up in the new one, in James Gunn's. Oh, good. Okay. Pretty sure, yeah. Is she? Um, she's also doing, she did uh, the season premiere of Hot Ones. Oh, did she really? She just went out. Oh, I'm yeah, have to watch it. That's great. Shout one. out to Hot Ones. Hot Ones is good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, a few things that uh, like that I I I got to the what's it called? Consume. I finally saw Booksmart, and I liked it a lot. It was really cool. Um, it had I, I had it pitch me as like female super bad, and it's definitely the vibe that I got. Just like way less ridiculous. Um, liked it a lot. I want to watch it again. Um. Just to like, now that I've seen it, just to, like go back and hear some of the dialogue, just because the it had some really good writing, and there are some key scenes, not not uh, like certain scenes in it. That I think Olivia Wilde did a uh, really good job with um, directing in, in particular. I really liked that. I also saw Underwater. Oh, that's a, yeah. a new Kristen Stewart movie, and it was really really good. I liked it a lot. Um, me and Sam saw it randomly because we tried to see 1917 on my birthday, and we just couldn't get into a showing so we bought tickets for that and it was fucking awesome man it 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 was really good it was short it was like under little under two hours long i think uh like probably like an hour 40 and it starts immediately like a credits you get through that then you got like five minutes of nothing really and then the movie just fucking starts and it doesn't stop until it actually ends. Sweet. Um, that was the kind of thing. That was the thing I was worried about that because I thought it was just gonna be like a lot of bullshit of them like no, that fucking like no, underwater station. No, it, it starts instantly. It's really cool. cool. Um, the director tweeted about something that happens at the end that it's not confirmed in the movie. You have to go and see his tweet to like see what it is. Um, and it's really cool. Also, it was it was uh, fun to see T.J. Miller back like in a movie yeah, like a, yeah. post like Instead I lost my mind shunned, and called in a uh, from everything. Well, called in a bomb threat on a train. Yeah, and also a lot of a lot of sexual that. harassment stuff. That's never a good thing. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he's um. But yeah. it, it it was really good. Um, Brian, I think you would like it. Jimmy Champagne said that it's pretty much Dead Space but underwater, and I know you're a big Dead Space guy. I, I, I'm um, a Dead Space guy. One might say. Yeah. So I'm a pretty. Fu- I'm a fucking Dead yeah. Space guy. Too. I also finished um the last season of BoJack Horseman. Did you cry? And did you cry a bunch? I did. Ah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, I really like how they tied it up. Um, the second to last episode was frightening, and I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. Um, about a, about just a cartoon because it's a, horse. Yeah. Hell yeah. It, it's crazy, man. It, it's that show is like from like a different era of netflix and it sucks where i feel like we'll never get a show like this again from them you know like it was like when we were getting this it was when orange is new black was still doing something different it was actually good and interesting yeah, it was when netflix um, was willing to take risks yeah exactly and, and bojack paid off with a few seasons and um i'm like i th- 
I'm like, I'm, I'm very upset that it's gone. I, I haven't felt this way about a show leaving probably since Breaking Bad. Um, and Breaking Bad, I wasn't even there from the get-go. Like, I got into that show probably three or four seasons into it. So I got into it pretty late. BoJack, I, I was there from the night it aired up until the night that it aired its last episode. Um, so, like, I've been yeah, there been with, with BoJack from the... Uh, from episode a, one that I did it aired. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it was great. I thought they did right by every character. Um, Aaron Paul's um performance as Todd, like it just got better and better with every season. And I really I in particular, Todd um and Diane, I really like what they did with their characters. No, that's that's Princess Carolyn. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Diane is um the character that Allison Brie. Oh, okay. Voices and I, I know who that and, yeah, and I'm excited I, I to watch enough, her yeah, new show. I watched show. enough of that to know who that character is. That rings bell. I I will certainly give BoJack another try. I I think I was in season two the last time I like okay. started and yeah. stopped watching. So um, it's definitely something now that it just I've heard. So, it's worth yeah. I know. Getting I've, through I've heard it. so yeah. mu- so much good stuff about the show. Mm-hmm. That I just need to give you know the, find the time to invest yeah. in it. That's all. The thing that I really love about BoJack is that it it, it very much like remains relevant and a lot of the episodes um well, a lot of their seasons like they make jokes about not jokes but like it's very heavily influenced by like kind of what's going on in the world of like pop culture and media like at the time that it releases yeah. you know and with this season they they focus on um i don't want to say what but something that has kind of been a thing for the past few years in the entertainment industry um and, and they do a really good job at writing it in not the way South Park does it, where South Park just kind of spoofs everything. Here, they do obviously spoof everything, but they do it in a more serious tone. So while it is a show about a, a cartoon horse, you know, like it, it also like paints like a pretty detailed picture of like not just depression, but just like different mental illnesses and just like mental things, not necessarily like a mental illness, but just like anxieties and just stuff like that like it does an amazing yeah, it job puts a at very writing unrealistic that stuff. character in through very realistic feelings you know so it's exactly and, and it yeah and it, it's you know and it's someone that's you know had their has, has hung out with those feelings quite a bit um it, it very much like hits home for me yeah you've said um, that for a while that you've you know been drawn to it specifically for the writing and how it uh portrays certain things about real life yeah. so really good it's it's scary how on the nose it is at times um and i still think that out of all the things will arnett has done this is his best performance it's cool i think that he um i think he gives bojack his all like i, I really think he does <clears throat> yeah, um, hearing and just like every other season has some really good um what's it called cameos and and guests yeah pat nozzle um, is the penguin actors for the uh, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah as all that yeah. stuff's always, always good but no, hey, everyone, um, anybody that was has been involved in the show, they always talk about it in a way where they you could tell that it, it's really special to the people that make it and the people who are a part of the the you know the voice yeah. work for it. So yeah, it, it's 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 very unique. It's a piece of art, and I don't think that we're ever going to get another show like it. I think a show might try to do what BoJack tried to, what BoJack did, um, and it might pull it off to an extent, but I don't think we'll ever get anything as unique as BoJack again. Um, personally it's it's definitely up there i think as not just as not just one of my favorite animated shows but probably one of my favorite 
shows ever. Like I think it that's makes awesome. that list. That's that's great. Um, sweet. Yeah. Also, um, pretty quick. If 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 you know you guys haven't already, you know you two and the people that live in the microphone. Um, the new Mac Miller record, Circles, great. is very, very, very good. good. It's amazing. It's been on repeat since it came out for me. I can't stop. I think the only weak track on it is actually a cover, and it's not even bad. I say it's the weakest track because it is, but it's not a bad track. It's still good. Um, I don't think there's any bad song on it. And also, um, Haley Williams, the singer of Paramore, put out her solo debut. Uh, it's an EP called Pedals for Armor uh, 1, I think. Um, with the full length coming out in May, and it's great. Brian, you in particular, I think, should listen to it because I'm pretty sure Haley Williams listened to a ton of Radiohead and then recorded oh, this EP. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 good. It's not Paramore, which is cool. It doesn't, you know, a lot of artists that put out solo records just usually end up putting out a record that sounds like their band. Um, she very much does not. It does not sound like Paramore. The only thing it shares with Paramore is it's the same voice. <laughs> To piggyback um, on that, it's, I did it's... edit because, uh, like, just a, a couple hours ago when I was leaving work, um, and for my commute, I was just adding um, some, like, yeah, the music because I didn't feel like listening to a yeah. podcast, so that was one of the things that I did add. I just didn't get a chance to listen to it because I listened to the uh, Denzel Curry. Um, Unlocked is very yeah, good. Which is which is really great. Um, is there anything else, Andrew, you want to? No, just uh, everyone go listen and watch those things. Brian, don't listen to Haley Williams. Uh, EP soon. What do you do? Let me know what you think. I will. I'll probably listen to it. I'm actually curious, like particularly like of your opinion. Cool. Uh, one last thing that's an off topic. Uh, shout out to Dan and his uh, girlfriend Christina and their new podcast, Curious Crimes. Um, they just released their second episode. So if you're into, um, I don't even know like the best way to just true, true crime, crime, right? It's would like be the genre pod- for it. Podcast kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, the from the perspective of two people working in the mental health field, really is the best way to explain. Perfect. It. Yeah, and hit the nail on the head there. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting. Obviously, they uh, are professionals, um, so they have some pretty good takes on all that stuff. And their second episode, they did about the Amityville Horror. So obviously, it's two people from Long Island, New York, that uh, you know, some 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 homebrew action there. So um, definitely some good stuff. And you know, gotta gotta give a shout out to the homie. And he also calls give you he calls his girlfriend case spooky and it's really funny and cute. Yeah. <laughs> he, she make, he makes herself he call case spooky. <laughs> yeah, every time he says Danny Dynamite, I cringe a little bit, and then she comes in with case spooky. I'm like, all right, there it is. Yeah, that's good. And my co and my co-host, and he like I know for a fact he's like looking like, at her like say it <laughs> that stupid smile yeah. on. Yeah, I, I can totally see it. <laughs> oh, I love it. Love it. Okay. That's Word. it. Thank you guys, as always, for listening to another episode of the OK Gamers Podcast. I'm Brian. You can find me on Twitter at Brian. You can find Andrew at Andrew Gabby and Pat at PC Mirth. If you want to talk to us more, you can jump in our Discord, okgamers.com. Should link you to an invite. If that doesn't work, you could reach out to any of us on Twitter, and uh, we will send you an invite to talk to us tomorrow and some other great people in there. Um, yeah. But as always, enjoy the remainder of your lives. Bye. Bye. Thank you.